The words of Jesus in today's gospel lesson were shocking and confusing for the disciples of Jesus. For three years they travelled with him, and they thought they knew what he stood for. In fact, they'd heard him preach his values time and time again. The message that he preached was that love was more important than money. People more valuable than programs. That forgiveness was more powerful than revenge. But now, in this 12th chapter of Luke's Gospel, Jesus seems to be saying the exact opposite. You think I've come to bring peace to the world? Jesus begins. I've not come to bring peace, but division. If the message doesn't bother you, I must tell you it bothers me. Because my perception of Jesus is that he has called people to come together in unity and agreement. One of his names is the Prince of Peace. One of the recurring themes of the first century church is, they will know we are Christians by our love. But now the words of Jesus seem to run contrary to all of that. Not unity, but division. Not peace, but the sword. I believe it is basic human nature to want to live in peace with others. In spite of the fact that the world is filled with so much discord and disagreement, I believe the majority of us want to live in peace. If you think back to the most enjoyable and fulfilling times in your family, or in the workplace, or even in church. There'll be times when everybody was getting along. There was no conflict or division. But the problem comes when people seek peace at the expense of principle. When our goal simply becomes to get along, to make everybody happy, or not make waves, we can be tempted to abandon who we are and what we stand for. As a child, I and my family went camping every year at a campsite next to the Tagela River. I saw a girl who was torn between two sets of friends. Some of them were sunbathing on the side of the river saying, stay with us. But other friends were on a raft saying, no, come with us. And so there she stood one foot on a rock, and the other on the edge of the raft. Well, that raft was moving. And so, trying to make everybody happy, trying not to decide, she ended up falling in the water. I think this is exactly what Jesus was addressing in the gospel today. He warns us that there will be times when following him will require us to turn away from something else. There'll be times in this life when we'll be required to say yes to one thing and therefore no to the other. And of course, the action we often take is the same one that the girl did on the bank of the river. We try to go in both directions. We try to say yes to all of it. And we end up falling in between and being miserable. Now, is the choice an easy one? The choice between following the call of Christ and following the call of the world. Oh well, no, the choice is usually not an easy one. For one thing, the call of the world looks awfully attractive sometimes. The call to discipleship can sometimes look rather bland or boring. 
the story of Adam and Eve is a perfect example of how we humans lust after the new and the different. Adam and Eve have a, a pretty good life in the garden. But after a while, all that lettuce and celery must have gotten a bit boring. And along came the tempter. And he told them they could have a different life, a better life, if they just listened to him. He tempted them with something wonderful and exciting. And they made a choice. They took fruit from the tree of knowledge. If I'd been them, I wonder if I would have said no. Would you have said no? The second factor is that following Christ sometimes requires us to change directions or break promises or even renege on commitments that we have made. When I was parish priest at St. Martin de Porus, I often met couples for marriage preparation. There was one couple in particular that I remember. Remember with a certain sense of sadness. The man belonged to the Zionist church. The woman was Catholic. During the course of the marriage preparation, it became obvious that while the husband was happy for them to be married in her church, St. Martin's, he expected his wife to start attending his church after marriage and for all the children to be raised in the Zionist church. She ultimately had to choose between her faith and her relationship. The situation reminds me of Jesus' words. From now on, a family will be divided two against three because of me. Finally, I think righteous division happens when being a disciple of Jesus calls us in a different direction from those we love and respect. When I told my family of my calling to be a priest, most were very supportive, but one of my aunts was less enthusiastic. She asked me why I didn't just get married and have a child. My choice to respond to God's call led me in a direction that didn't match up to the dream and expectations that she had for me. Now she's happy for me and proud of who I am, but it took her a while for her to get there. So I'm wondering about you today. Has your faith ever caused you to make a choice? Have you ever had a foot, one on the raft and one on the riverbank, and intentionally decided to go in a direction that God was calling you, instead of another road that appeared exciting or prosperous or provocative? If you have, then you understand exactly what Jesus was talking about in the gospel today. My sense is that this is what Christian life is like. Every day we are called to make choices, decisions as to which way we will go that day. If our destination is important to us, we make the correct choice. Not every time, perhaps, but often enough. Let us pray that God will give us the wisdom and the courage to make those choices in the days ahead.